Hello again, my name's Andy and I write children's fiction under the pseudonym A.P. Winter. This time I've put together a quick summary of three main points we can use to develop our characters. I want this to be a quick overview, so we'll get straight into it. Firstly, ask questions about your character. A good place to start is the question, why are we interested in them? And if you find yourself falling back on situational details and things that happen to them in order to answer that question, that might be a sign that something is amiss. Similarly, although this won't always apply, it can be good to ask why we like a character. What is it about them that we're going to engage with? Beyond that, there are a lot more questions to ask. You can find character creation questionnaires online, but you can also create your own list of questions fairly easily. Things like, what is your character good at? What are they afraid of? What do they care about most? This is really useful in the planning stages, and it's not just useful for your hero. In fact, where I found this to be most enlightening was in creating a good villain. A few questions took them from a flat, purposeless character who seemed to exist just to do mean things, to someone who was insecure and overlooked and desperate to make a name for themselves. This might seem fairly easy, and perhaps it is, but it's also very easy to miss in our planning. Once you have a strong idea of your characters, I'd recommend getting them to talk to each other on the page too. I don't necessarily mean writing scenes that you'll use, but just put your characters in dialogue and see where it takes you. Joyce Carol Oates talks about writing dialogue between characters for hours and hours before beginning to develop the story, so that might be your way in to planning too. Knowing your characters and letting them lead the way in your story is a good way of surprising yourself and can help avoid that sense of story structure cycling through the things that should happen, like a jigsaw clipping together, without any real drama at its heart. Of course, what happens in the story itself does help create the character too, and this idea of knowing your character is quite closely related with the conflicts they'll face and the choices they'll make. So do check out the previous podcasts in this series, um, Where the Wild Things Argue and George's Arbitrary Medicine, for more on those aspects, if you haven't done so already. Now, a second idea is to find the conflict in our characters. I very briefly mentioned internal conflict in past podcasts, but let's look at it a little closer here. One way of thinking about stories is that they contain an A-plot, with someone wanting something and having trouble getting it, that we mentioned way back in the Great Glass Elevator pitch, and a B-plot, some internal journey that the character is going to go on. The intrigue around the A-plot often relates to what will happen next, while the intrigue around the B-plot often relates to what has happened to this character to make them who they are. There are lots of forms this can take, but inconsistencies and inner conflicts can be really interesting as a way of adding depth to a character. 
There's a great exercise from Linda Anderson's creative writing, a workbook with references, that gets to the heart of this idea. She asks you to create a list of character inconsistencies. So some examples might be someone who is funny and jovial, but sad, or an ardent believer with doubts, or an adventurer who is afraid. It could also focus on smaller details, for example, a humorless bureaucrat who loves karaoke. The point is, get as many of these inconsistencies down as possible, and then choose one that appeals to you, and try writing a scene that shows these conflicting aspects in action. And to bring it back to this idea of the B-plot and intrigue about the past, It's worth thinking about why someone behaves inconsistently sometimes. Is it from some trauma in the past, some dream that they have, some piece of advice that drives them? To quote from Hamlet, Though this is madness, yet there is method in it. We could easily dwell on this idea for a whole podcast, and maybe we will in future, but as a final point on character conflict, think about what aspect of their character is in conflict with what they need to do. My favourite example of this is Monkey Sonogong from Journey to the West. He is a powerful, violent, free-spirited genius with an eagerness for carefree humour and a problem with authority who is tasked with escorting a meek, devout priest on a journey to retrieve ancient scriptures. You can already see, just from who Monkey is, that things won't necessarily go smoothly, and perhaps how he will be the cause of, and solution to, many of the problems they face. This brings us to the final point for now. Show characters through actions. Again, this is fairly straightforward, but can help avoid some serious pitfalls. Think of what would be more convincing for you in your day-to-day life. A person you don't know telling you, at length, how much of a good person they are and all the wonderful things they do, or seeing that same person performing a kind act. Obviously, it's not exactly the same in storytelling. Part of the skill in writing is relating details that make us feel something. But this image of the person telling us things versus seeing them do something is a good starting point. Now that you have all these interesting conflicts and details figured out for your characters, you need to think how these aspects will be revealed on the page. We want to see how these characters behave. A good exercise for this would be to write your main character having a bad day. I don't mean once the story has kicked off and they have lots of high-stakes things to deal with, but early on when things are a bit quieter. Try writing a series of scenes showing them having a bad time, bad interactions with people they know, difficulties with some task they need to perform, even aspects of the setting being challenging for them. But crucially, Don't tell us what they're thinking or feeling. Just relate the things they say or do. If you know your character, 
you should find them doing or saying things that reveal who they are, even if it isn't stated explicitly. And remember this piece of advice from Kurt Vonnegut. Every character should want something, even if it's just a glass of water. If we can see characters making choices and pursuing goals, we're going to find out a lot about who they are. I think that's enough for this time. I hope this has presented some interesting ideas for character creation. Obviously there's lots more we could talk about, and it's good to ask yourself questions about what makes character interesting to you, and to practice reading as a writer, as we discussed last time. If you're interested in these ideas about character conflict, then Linda Anderson's Creative Writing, a workbook with references, is a great resource. And if you just search for character creation questionnaires online, there will be plenty of templates to get you started there. As I mentioned, the first podcast, The Great Glass Elevator Pitch, and the podcast George's Arbitrary Medicine and Where the Wild Things Argue, have more on how character and plot become intertwined. So if you haven't listened to those already or want a recap, that might be useful. All aspects of this podcast were created by me, Thank you to everyone who got in touch or posted nice reviews online this past month. It's really appreciated. This is still a relatively small podcast, but it's growing surprisingly quickly thanks to your support. So please do review it if you haven't already, and try to share it with your friends. The more momentum it has, the more time I can justify spending on it, so it really will make a difference. As always, you can reach me via Twitter or my website by searching for AP Winter. We'll be focusing on a different, hopefully interesting aspect of writing next time. I hope you'll join me then.